Hello everyone, I'm your host Brenna McCullough and welcome back to the Best Season Podcast. So on this week's episode, this is an all about me episode. Um, little bit of a get to know me, what I like to do, um, how I've gotten to where I am today, and just sort of an episode to just sort of discuss who I am, where I've been, what I've done in life. Um, just sort of a more light episode just to get us through this week and then next week will be our more um, dedicated topics. But um, I just wanted to sort of have a get to know me for the people that might be listening that aren't really familiar with me um, or just anyone curious. So let's just get started. But again, I just want to say thank you to all of the listeners so far. Um, We are now on the eighth episode, which is crazy to me, Um, but I have been loving doing the podcast and will continue to do so. Um, It's been pretty remarkable and this is what I do late at night usually on Tuesdays at Brooke is sleeping right next to me so this is sort of my little thing to do before I go to bed for the night on Tuesdays um, before work the next day so um, if you hear anything in the background it might be Brooks it might be the fans that are in the room a sort of a white noise in the background um, but I am gonna get started for this week's episode so uh like I said my name is Brenna I'm 26 years old I'm from a very small town um and I have lived on our family farm since I was you know born and I now live in my grandma's house so my grandma passed gosh um probably eight years now um so it's been quite a while um, and when she passed, um, her wish was for one of us kids to get her home. So my brother and sister, they decided they didn't want it. So the choice was left to me. So this was actually when I was in college. So I said, sure, I'll take it. And it started our journey of renovations. So my husband and I, Um, We have been together for almost 12 years in November, and we met in high school. I was 14, he was 15, a freshman I was, and he was a sophomore. And we have been together through so much, and so once we graduated high school, I went off to college um, to nursing school, and he stayed here locally and worked full-time. Um, but while I was in school is when we started our renovation on my grandma's house, which the house was built like early 1900s, I believe. So an old farmhouse, my grandma grew up in this house. Um, and then when she was old enough, she raised her kids here, um, with her husband. And then now it was left for us. So the house had such good bones, um, and so that was a blessing, you know, good foundation, good bones. So really it was cosmetically was all the biggest thing for us when we started this. So the renovation process took and is still ongoing, but even though it was a lot of cosmetic stuff, we did not have a ton of money. I was in college. He, even though he was working full time, 
you know, he was still, you know, we were still pretty young. We still are. And so that's why we're still sort of in that process. But we have done so much to this house, which um, that might be sort of um, something I might do in a future podcast episode with some pictures of what all we've done to the home because we are very proud of how far we've come with this house even though we still have a little bit left to do um we are very proud of how far we've come with this house it is our home we love it and we've welcomed our baby boy into this home so it's been a remarkable journey but i won't go too in depth of that um other than we're still you know it's still ongoing with the renovation um but back to Tyler and I. So again, we met in high school, we graduated, and after high school, we went to Europe. So we have actually went um, overseas together to France and Spain on a group trip um, with our high school. So we got to go to um, Madrid and Barcelona, and then we went to Paris and the Loire Valley, which has had a lot of famous cathedrals and beautiful, beautiful churches. Um, So we got to experience um, foreign countries together, which was an amazing experience. And I think everyone who um, likes traveling, definitely travel abroad with your significant other. Um, You get to learn a lot about them and you really get to have a great experience with that as well. But um, when we went to France and Spain years ago, that's when we decided that we wanted to do a lot of traveling. So, um, that's been a big thing of what we love doing and that's still something we want to continue to do. So me and my family, we have always done Hilton Head in South Carolina. That's sort of our second home. So that's something I got to introduce Tyler to fairly quickly in our relationship um, when he got to go on vacation with us. Um, but other than those areas, you know, we still wanted to travel a lot in our life. So we've been, you know, obviously we've been to Hilton Head multiple times. We've gone to Myrtle, um, Sanibel in Florida. Um, but I've done actually pretty frequent travel, um, when my brother was in high school and earlier on they did the Little League World Series Um, so we were in Maine and all across really the East coast. Um, and then when they went to state, um, we did some traveling with that as well. So I got to really see a lot of different places there. Um, but we still have places that we want to go. Um, we would love to go out, um, uh, out West, which we've been out West one time, really not even like it was a pit stop at in LA um which we didn't even get to leave the airport but we went to Hawaii so for our 10-year dating anniversary I surprised Tyler with tickets to Hawaii and um we stayed in a condo right on the beach at this little boutique um resort um and that was my gift to him for our 10-year anniversary and that was sort of a celebration for us too, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, but we spent our 10 year anniversary, we traveled, um, five hours to LA. Um, and then it was another five hours to Hawaii. So about 10 hour flight, um, broken into, um, 
but Hawaii was remarkable. So we've been there as well together. And I'm telling you, if you have a chance, please go to Hawaii. We went to Maui and it is breathtaking. Probably one of the, it was my favorite place I've been. I loved going to Europe, but it's just a different type of experience. And we love the beach. We love the sun and Hawaii was just so beautiful. The food was amazing. The excursions we went on, we went to, we clicked a lot of stuff off of our bucket list. So I got to see the Black Sand Beach, um, just so many different things and different experiences we got to um, do while we were there. So it was pretty incredible when we went to Hawaii. Um, trying to think of where else we've been. I think that's the bulk of the places, um, but on our bucket list for where we would like to go, um, number one, Greece. Greece is where this girl wants to be. That has been, this is going to sound so dumb, but if any of you have watched Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, when, um, oh god. Is it Lena? I think that's her name. One of the main characters. She goes to Greece to visit her grandparents. Um, and oh my gosh. As soon as I saw that in the movie. I was like that is where I want to go. And that has been on my bucket list since. The white houses with the blue roofs. And then the beautiful beautiful water. That is where I want to go. That is my bucket list. Like Tyler knows it. Like he knows that's number one. <laughs> So I would love to go there one day. Um, same as like Italy is another big one. Um, would love to go to Ireland as well. Those are three probably other big ones. If I would get to go to, then I'm set. That is my three bucket list places. I would be content. Um, which Hawaii was one of my bucket list places too. So I'm grateful I was able to do that as well as France and Spain. So I ticked a lot of boxes there. Um, but like we've said, traveling is big for us. We want to continue to do that, especially with Brooks as well. Um, and get him used to traveling. Um, and hopefully when he's a little bit older, we can travel, um, you know, abroad with him as well. That would, that's our goal. Um, so after we went to France and Spain, um, we, Tyler continued to work. I was going to school, um, and after nursing school, well, I guess during nursing school, I was working, um, at a nursing home locally and we ended up getting engaged my senior year. So we got to plan the wedding my senior year of nursing school, which really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, thank God. Um, but then we got married um, in 2017, so um, on June 10th, 2017. Um, so that was the best day ever. We had such an amazing wedding, um, just such a beautiful day with beautiful people. Um, and I wouldn't change it for the world. And I still am obsessed with my dress. Love it more than anything. Do I fit in it? Probably not. But one day, one day I will fit back into it. I really don't have to lose that much, but 
I will get back into it. I promise. That's my goal. Um, but after we got married, um, we moved into the farmhouse. So we did not live together prior to getting married. We probably would have if I lived closer. Like if I wasn't at school, we would have, but I was about an hour and a half away. So he would come up and visit me on the weekends at school, which was really amazing because um, we did the long distance thing. An hour and a half doesn't seem very long, but to me, that was forever away. I'm a homebody, so being away from my family and my fiance at the time was really, really hard. So he came up on the weekends and that's where we met um, our best friends, Allison and Dustin. Um, and we still see them usually every couple months. I wish it was more frequent, but with COVID that, you know, has been sort of put on hold, but that's where we met some of our best friends and we really, really love that time together. Um, so, but also my senior year before we got married, it was six months before we got married in January. Um, Tyler's mom was in a terrible car accident and she did not make it and that was a very trying time and I'm not going to go into detail of this and I'll leave it simple but um it was a really hard time for Tyler's family and especially since it was right before our wedding it was heartbreaking to know that she wasn't going to be there I know she was going to be there in spirit and I knew she'd have the best view but um it was didn't make it any easier it actually just made it even harder to you know to move forward with the wedding because she wasn't there um but we continued with the wedding and really just tried to do the best we can in those few first months after she passed um but once we got married it was a beautiful day and we knew that she was a part of it you could feel her spirit her you knew that she was just so, so happy and she was truly the best mother-in-law ever. Um, and I miss her dearly every day. We all do. Um, and she was just such a bright light and really that's who I strive to be in life as a person, as a mother and as a woman is to be like his mom because she was a bright light that was, that is gone way too soon. Um, and every day I would I pray that she would be able to come back to us but um, unfortunately we can't have her come back but I know that she's with us every single day and I know that Brooks has a guardian angel um, up in heaven as well um, but after our wedding um, I was back here um we moved into the farmhouse um we still were doing renovations but we had like all the big stuff done the flooring the bathrooms kitchen and we did quite a bit of stuff we did we gutted the whole bathroom downstairs we took out a wall from the kitchen um did flooring and did a ton of stuff um and literally couldn't have done it without tyler he was my rock and was able to deal with my shenanigans for that time we were working on it while I was in school. Um, let me think. Oh gosh. So after we moved in, I was still working full time at Hennis as a nurse's aide or a nurse tech. 
and I was waiting to take my NCLEX. So this was whenever I had a really, really rough patch in my life. Um, especially like we went through a really rough patch of losing Tyler's mom. We had the good day or a good few weeks of our wedding, our honeymoon in Sanibel, Florida, and then coming back, you know, doing that. And then once I was back into the groove of working as a nurse tech, I had to take my NCLEX and I was working long, long hours almost every day and I felt like I barely saw Tyler. So it was really rough and I went to go take my NCLEX. I'm like, finally, I'll take my NCLEX. I'll become a nurse. I'll have more time. And then I failed the NCLEX and it was awful. We had just went through all that with his mom and then I had this happen and I cried so hard and I felt like such a failure and this sort of led to where I am today with as a nurse as a person why I sort of wanted to start the best season podcast because when I failed the NCLEX it was like I I didn't think I was gonna get through it I felt like such a failure and I felt like I was going to make a terrible nurse because it's like I failed the NCLEX. If I don't, if I don't pass it next time, like what are people going to think of me? And that's the thing. Your employers, they don't look at that. Well, they say they don't. Um, but I felt like such a failure and I went, I was in a very depressed time in my life. I hit it really well, but I was so disappointed in myself and I felt like I disappointed my family. And so it was really hard for me, but I just had to keep pushing through. So I, I had a few weeks there where I really just, I felt bad for myself, huh, felt bad for myself, felt sorry for myself and just was crying and was emotional. And I went to work, came home, slept, ate, and that's it. However, I got myself out of that rut and I kept studying and kept studying and kept studying and after that time I took my test again and I passed it and that was in 2018 whenever I passed and I graduated the year before so I ended up passing and became a nurse at that nursing home that I was working at as a nurse tech um so obviously a big pay increase from going from a nurse tech to a nurse um and i thought i had it made i thought i was gonna be the happiest ever and that was short-lived um being a nurse was great but i just didn't really enjoy where i was or i guess the position i was in and a management position came along and I was like, well, I'll try this. You know, maybe this is it. Maybe this is what I want. And I went, so I went from working three twelves to working five days a week. Supposed to be eight hour shifts. Um, it was not eight hour shifts and it was awful. Yeah, there were some good times, but I was more depressed than I ever had been. I wasn't on any medications, didn't reach out for help. I just cried to my husband all the time. I I was miserable. 
Um, I would have panic attacks all the time on my way to work. I would just cry and I, I hated my job. I hated it so much and I felt like I was stuck. I said, if this is nursing, I can't, I can't do this. I don't want it. And, but, and you wouldn't have understood how I was the way that I was because I'm a very joyous, very happy, very, like very loving person. And in that time, in that position, I was miserable. I wasn't who I normally was. My husband was like, you're not, you're not the Brenna that you usually are. What's going on? And when I told him what was wrong, he said, you need to quit. You need to leave. He said, you cannot stay like this. He's like, this isn't you. So I started looking around and when my grandma passed away years back, um, she was at the hospice house under um, the, the local hospice house. And so I was like, okay, maybe this is, maybe I need to finally do this because that was my dream job but you need a year experience to work there. So I was like, okay, need to wait to get my year experience, which I actually had at the time, but I'm not a big fan of change. So, but I was like, okay, I'm going to see what they have and I'll apply. Luckily there was an opening at the Truman house. Um, so I was able to, um, get into the hospice house, um, for an interview um, I met my manager, met the HR person, and I loved the place. I loved how my interview went, and I just prayed and prayed and prayed that, you know, I got, would get the job. I sent the thank you letter that you know, or the thank you email that you do, um, and I was actually, I think, at a, like, a convention when I sent the email, because they were like, hey, what are you working on? And I'm like, oh, nothing. And was working on actually a thank you letter for letting them, letting me come in for an interview and just how grateful I was to meet them. And I think it was like a few days later, I was in my office at work having a miserable day and something happened where something was done and I didn't know about it and it was over my head. (gasps) Oh, excuse me. Um, but I wasn't involved in the decision and I was like, you know what? This is it. I can't do this anymore. And I got a phone call and I recognized the number. It was, it was the local hospice house. And I'm like, oh my God, like either they're offering me the job or they're saying, oh, we've, you know, we went another direction. But my DON, my director of nursing was in my office and I was like, well, I can't answer that. But I'm like getting impatient, waiting. So I wait till she's out of the office and I go out in our little back patio at work. And I and I got a voicemail telling me, hey, can you call us back? We'd like to talk to you. So I called back immediately and they offered me the job. They didn't tell me how much I was going to be making. They didn't tell me any of that at first. I already accepted it before even asking. I ended up asking a couple minutes later and it was more than what I was making as a manager at my current, at that current position I was in. And I was like, you know, even better. That's amazing. I said, I'm so, so happy. And I put in my notice and 
it did not make people happy but and all that mattered to me was I need to make myself happy I need to make my home life happy and I quit and I'm telling you if you're miserable at a job and quit because you will find something better and I promise you promise you the biggest weight will be off your shoulders and you'll be the happiest I swear I cried whenever it was my last day obviously I cried because I was miss, gonna miss a lot of people at work but it wasn't enough for me to stay and when I got to my car I felt a weight off my shoulders and I felt like I could breathe again it was the most beautiful feeling and even better was we went to Hawaii at that time for our 10 year anniversary and we were there for 10 days and that's how I got to celebrate quitting that previous job and going to my current job that I'm out now so I've been when we came back I literally we got on our flight we got back I think it was to Columbus at like 10 no 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 at like 6 and I had to be at orientation at like 8 a.m and I got there with five minutes to spare and they were like what are you doing here weren't you in aren't you in like weren't you supposed to be in Hawaii and I'm like well I was but I made it back in time <laughs> and they were like oh we didn't expect you to be here which I was like planned like um well you know it's my first day I have to be here and I, we didn't miss any days that was the planned time we were supposed to be there so I made it back and they actually sent me home a little early just so I could get some sleep because I had no sleep um and with it being general orientation I wasn't mis missing a ton anyways um, but that started my journey at hospice as an admissions nurse. And I know with it being hospice, people think that's the worst job. And I'm, and I'm not saying it's easy. There is very hard days. And then we have some really good days, but it's been an incredible journey. And truthfully, this is where I want to be for a very long time, if not my whole career. Obviously, I want to grow and improve and do bigger and better things um but this is where i would like to be um i work with some phenomenal people and obviously there's hard times but we get through it we get through it as a team and we really had to really come together as a team when covid hit so i you know i was so happy at my job really got a lot of stuff um had a lot of good things going on in my life I was back to my normal self of being happy you know getting back to my normal wasn't having the panic attacks like once I changed my job change was scary I'm not a big fan of change but going to hospice was the best decision and I was getting back to who I was before um and just was happy at home happy at work it was great and still am by the way just wanted to clarify but covid hit and so that was oh god 2020 yeah so i started in november of 2019 at hospice covid hit that february march of 2020 and then so we're dealing with all of that the pandemics hit you know cases are ramping up visiting changes have happened at hospice and then in june i found out i was pregnant 
with Brooks and that was the most amazing thing. We were so happy because we decided to start trying in Hawaii and then we ended up getting pregnant in June. So that was so awesome. We were so excited and and that was the thing. We Before we go into that, we, and I've said it probably before on here, we did not want kids before. We were against it. Not We loved kids, but we were just like, we don't want to do that. We want to travel. We want to do, we want to explore the world. Sorry for that. We want to, you know, explore the world, do all those amazing things. And we still want to do that. But when we were in Hawaii, you know, we just, a lot of it came full circle for me. I think it was a little bit delayed for Tyler, but I was like, I really want to have a child. Um, one or two, not very many, but I, I really want to. I saw how our friends were with their children and I'm like, I want that. So we decided to start trying and then in June we found out we were pregnant, but in the middle of a pandemic. So the constant fear of that was figuring out who was going to be allowed in the hospital would my husband be allowed in the hospital? Would I have to, like, it was terrifying because I'm like, if my husband's not going to be able to be there, like, I can't do that. Like, I can't be by myself giving birth. But, obvi- like, luckily, they, you know, we were able to have, you know, your significant other, whoever you want in there. Um, but before going into, before Brooks was bur- born during my pregnancy, still dealing with COVID, trying not to be exposed, but my pregnancy was terrible and it could have been way worse so I'm just gonna put that out there before everyone comes at me but I was nauseous and sick every single day I had excruciating back pain sciatic pain um heartburn I was super tired all the time um just just miserable and I don't I don't like that part of pregnancy is all the different things I had to deal with while I was pregnant, but that's part of being pregnant and becoming a mom. But, um, yeah, but it wasn't fun during, you know, the pandemic because Tyler couldn't go to all the appointments with me. He could only do the ultrasound appointments. Um, so that was a, a doozy. Um, and I had to worry about getting exposed to COVID. So, I was exposed to COVID probably in October of 2020. Um, We had a case, um, got exposed. Um, I ended up being negative. I had to quarantine, but I was negative. I had to do the deep nasal swab, but I was negative. So I was very happy and very grateful. However, we got together with family for Thanksgiving. And that's the normal people we usually see. And some people had COVID, didn't realize it. We went there and I got exposed and ended up getting, being negative for COVID in November. So that was a really hard time. Luckily, I had more of a mild case. So I, it was like a head sinus cold that I get pretty much every year. Um, And I felt a little short of breath, but I think that might have just been being pregnant just because you get winded a little bit easier because you're huge um but also I had no taste or smell so that was weird um 
so I had to be dealing with that when I was pregnant. Um, and so got through the holidays and then in February of 2021, February 18th, Brooks was born and it was the best day of our lives. Other than our wedding day, it was the best day of our lives. Um, it was the most joyous occasion and I still remember when I went in for my C-section because he was measuring almost 10 pounds. So we decided to do via C-section and everything went wonderfully um, with the C-section and I still remember Tyler was so against looking, you know, looking to see if he had been out yet and our anesthesiologist was like, dude, you have to look, dude, come on, you have to look. And Tyler's like, no, he's like, dude, look now he's coming out. And Tyler out loud, he said, baby, he's here. And we both just started bawling. And I just hearing Brooks's cry for the first time was the most amazing, most beautiful sound I had ever heard. And Ugh, it was just so amazing and when they put him right up to me I just I still remember his beautiful blue eyes just he was so alert and so awake and Tyler got to hold him and take him back to the room while they um put me back together again um because you know you're awake but you can't feel anything so it took about half an hour to get me back together and then I went back to the recovery room and um it was amazing However, during that time, um, as you can see, I go through highs and lows and highs and lows like we all do, um, which is how I've gotten to where I am today. And this is, this next part is where I've talked about a lot before, but I had blood pressure issues during labor and delivery and postpartum, and I had, did not have any issues during pregnancy, um, none at all. And my blood pressures, like, would, they were high postpartum, like, the first couple days, um, where I was taking lobetalol, like, a low dose. However, when we got home, my blood pressure skyrocketed to, like, the 200s over 100, which is, like, stroke-level symptoms, or stroke-level blood pressure. I wasn't having symptoms, but it was insane, which I knew a lot of it probably was anxiety too, because of becoming a new mom, being home. We have two dogs, you know, I was so excited at home and then was dealing with that. So I was a big mess. Tyler was so stressed and scared to death. So we had to go to the ER and luckily it came down with labetalol, um, IV, um, medication, but went home they sent me on an even higher dose and I had to keep going up until um I was on a max dosage of 2400 milligrams of labetalol which was really rough the side effects were terrible I remember the first night I was up that high of a dose I almost went to the ER again because I was having every symptom I was having tingling all over it was terrifying um and it was all whenever we were becoming new parents so as a new mom, breastfeeding, changing diapers, trying to get sleep, waking up every hour, it was so terrifying. But um, as happy as I was to have him, I was so I was in a really rough place, so much anxiety, and like it was very depressed because of my blood pressure 
it wasn't because of him I like Tyler was amazing Brooks was amazing but to have you and yourself at home with all of those intrusive thoughts and the thoughts of your blood pressure of am I gonna die today because I really I was I was I had so much anxiety that I was it was so much health anxiety that was like today's gonna be the day that I die like I was terrified um and I had a really hard time because my OB um who I loved during my pregnancy and labor and delivery was great was not as great as I wanted whenever I was going through postpartum because they pretty much just said well you're probably just going to be stuck with it long term your blood pressure um so just go to your primary doctor at six weeks and yeah you're gonna have hypertension issues for the rest of your life which that wasn't okay with me that I wasn't going to accept that excuse or that reasoning because they didn't seem concerned they just said you just need to calm down I can't calm down when I'm a new mom tension is already high breastfeeding I'm doing all these things I can't just calm down so I went to a my primary the nurse practitioner who I who I still I need to thank in some bigger way because she I truly believe saved my life um I went to her and my blood pressure was actually really good like pretty decent I think it was like 130s over 80s which is still if you're a nurse you understand that that's a little bit elevated but not bad um but whenever that happened she asked me what dosage I was on and I think I'm trying to think I think I was still on the max dose or I was just trying to um, go down on my dosage so we tried Norvask with the labetalol and to so we did the Norvask to try and wean off the labetalol because if you wean off too quickly you can get rebound hypertension so like that's where your blood pressure will go back up again so we did that for oh gosh I think that was a few weeks and by like four months postpartum I was off of all my meds and I'm still off all my meds um which is pretty remarkable and she actually got me on a low dose of Zoloft which I'm so grateful for because if she wouldn't have listened to me I would still be in the same place and she was like don't feel sorry don't be sorry don't you know you went through a lot she's like your hormones and your body are going through enough um she's like that health anxiety you had it there's a good reasoning for that she's like us women go through a lot postpartum and she said there's nothing wrong she's like that is okay and she's like you'll be okay we will we will get you to where you need to be so again I thank her every day for what she has done for me um and like I said we have gone through this a little bit before but that was a really rough season for me which is getting me to my best season and I've gone through great seasons and rough seasons in my life um but after we went through that um you know things here and there that have gotten to me as a new mom whenever we had the flat spot on on Brooks's head which is now completely rounded out and he's fine we don't have to go to the plastic surgeon anymore um 
And then we had his first sickness, so his first ear infection. Now we're through that. Um, so yeah, a lot of highs and lows in my life, but that's sort of my, you know, life in a nutshell of, you know, the past 12, 13 years. Um, a little bit more is I was in 4-H for 13 years. Um, I took Market Hog and loved it. Um, so fair, being at the fair is a big part of my life. Um, I also was in drama club, so I did a lot of musicals, plays, uh, middle school and high school. Um, I played Belle in middle school, um, but then got laryngitis and couldn't perform on opening night or any of the nights, so that was terrible. Um, because I love, I love Beauty and the Beast, so when I couldn't play Belle, I was super upset. But, um, I also played Glenda the Good Witch when we did Wizard of Oz, um, Gabriella when we did High School Musical, and then all the other years, you know, I did other, like, minor choir parts and dancing parts throughout, um, but I loved it. I absolutely loved theater. It was so much fun for me, and I hopefully, you know, once COVID, depending on how COVID will be, I would like to get into local theater as well. Um, just to sort of do something else fun with my life, just to whenever I get a little bit more time. Um, oh goodness, I'm trying to think. Um, some other things I love doing is listening to podcasts when I'm not making my podcast. So, um, I started listening to Crime Junkie, um, at my old job. One of my coworkers, um, introduced me to it. And I have been a crime junkie ever since. Anything true crime I love, whether it be Crime Junkie, CSI, um, which, by the way, the original CSI is the best, which they're coming out with CSI Vegas, which is, like, the same people, so I'm stoked. Um, but I listen to a bunch of true crime podcasts. Um, so Crime Junkie, Anatomy of Murder is from the same producer, Red Collar, Oh goodness, morbid podcast. I also love um, church podcasts too. So I've been a Christian my whole life. Went, grew up in St. Paul's United Church of Christ, and then started going to a lo another local church, which was a more like bigger church. Um, a few years back, and now mainly I just do online just with COVID. I just would rather, and then with Brooks too, you know, I like to be at home instead of exposing him to all that. So I listen to a lot of, um, Elevation Church in, I think it's, oh, is it North Carolina? North or South Carolina? Elevation Church. I love Stephen Furtick's, um, sermons. I love Elevation Worship's music. So that's a big one I listen to. Um, so yeah, podcasts are a big deal, which is actually what made me want to do this podcast. But I, you know, you have so many podcasts that people do and I wanted to make mine, you know, interesting enough, do different topics, but also make it light and fun. So that's sort of how we got to the best season podcast. Um, it took a while to get here. Um, and that's the thing. I love reading. I love writing. I was trying all different creative outlets. Um, 
you know, songwriting, all these different things. And as a nurse, I'm so grateful for my job. I love my job, but creatively, you know, like I talked in a couple episodes back, creatively, I was suffering um, just because you have your critical thinking at work and, you know, but I didn't have any, any, you know, creative things I was doing in life. So that's how the best season happened. And all those things that I just explained to you has made me the person that I am today. All those times where I was depressed or all those times when I was so happy, like that got me to where I am today into the best season that I'm in right now. Um, I just went through a really hard time with Brooks being sick, but now that we're on the other side of that, like I'm so happy that we made it through that. And, you know, even though that was a rough part of, you know, my story, I am where I am now because of it. And that's the thing. You're going to have so many best seasons in your life or best chapters. And you're going to have those rough seasons, those rough chapters, but we're going to get through them. I've been through multiple when I failed NCLEX, when Tyler's mom passed away. There were so many rough seasons in my life. You know, I was at a job that I was miserable at, but I knew that, you know, it wasn't always going to be that way. You know, I still have times where, you know, I'm having those really rough days when I think of Amanda, which is Tyler's mom, you know, those rough days when, you know, I expect her to just be a phone call away and then I go to call her and she's not. You have those rough patches, those rough times where, You don't know if you're going to get through it, but you will. I promise you'll get through those rough seasons and get to your best. Um, There was times when I really didn't think so. And when you don't think so, and you're really struggling, reach out and ask for help, whether it be to your doctor or psychiatrist, to a friend. Um, If you know your friend's struggling, reach out, Um, tell them you love them tell everyone, you know, tell everyone that means something to you, that you love them. Don't, don't wait till it's too late. Um, cause we had that happen a lot recently and I don't want to see that for any of you. I want to see all of you make it to your best season. All my listeners, um, whether I know you personally or not, I love you all. You are wanted, you are needed in this life. And I hope that this podcast is just a glimmer of hope. I hope it's a light for you and I hope that it brings you joy and it brings you happiness and I hope it gives you the strength to spread love and joy in your life. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to share about myself, but um, we're going to keep continuing to make podcasts um, and this has been an absolute joy for me. And it's a new thing. It's going to be a long process, but we're going to get through, through these, you know, glitches and hiccups and it'll be the best that we can make it. So, um, for next week, um, I have a few things that I'm thinking of, but if you guys have any recommendations, um, DM me, send me a message, a text, um, anything you can think of uh you can follow me on social media um on instagram at beautifully brenna um 
So yeah, if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about on here, please let me know. But I just want you guys to get to know me a little bit better and who I am as a person. Um, again, you will reach that best season in your life if you haven't already. Um, and if you're going through your best season, I'm so happy for you. But know that if you go through a rough season again, it's okay. We're only human and we have life's up and ups and downs that gets to us but we're gonna come out greater on the other side um again i thank you so much for listening to episode eight today with me and i'll see you next week on the new episode of the best season i love you guys and have a great week Bye bye